Welcome, it's your host Laws in the building. We back for another episode, Black Sports 980. Uh, we got Jeff in the building with us. We got Shaq Daddy in the building with us. Um, and we got we got some good topics today. Uh, first off, we like to recap um, this weekend's games that just passed. And uh, what, what did y'all think about the games, man? They were some good games. I mean, I know Shaq, you wasn't too happy about the outcome of your boys, but the games were entertaining nonetheless. I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch. The only game I watched was the Arizona and Green Bay game. I didn't watch the rest. Um, I turned on the Seahawks game and turned it right back off. Once I saw we was down 21 nothing, I turned it right back off. So <laughs> that one go. Um <laughs> I mean, as, far as, that, as far as that game goes, I like I said, I knew we were going to lose it because we always start too slow, and you can't start slow against the Panthers. We tried to catch back up, but by that time we had dug too big a hole to catch up. So I just had a feeling that was going to go the way it went. Um, Green Bay was a phenomenal game. Green Bay Arizona was a phenomenal game. The other two, I never watched Patriots games because I hate them so much, and um i had something to take care of so i missed the the steelers and and broncos game but i heard it wasn't too much going on in that one either so yeah nah what you what do you guys say jeff you you know you know i texted you uh harold and uh i told you uh you know carson was looking you know kind of sketchy out there <laughs> with it being you know he hadn't been to a playoff in, in a playoff game in a while and, um, you know, they started off rusty. I think they definitely had to overcome some jitters um, having that home game. And, you know, of course, everybody expected them to win. I thought, you know, um, uh, what's his name? Rodgers. Rodgers, he came to play. You know, uh, he turned it on once again. I mean, particularly in the second half. And that guy was looking like Jordy Nelson out there. I can't even think of his name. Um, what's, what's it? Janice, I believe it is? Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. Like, I don't know where he's been all season. But uh, he he looked like uh, like he was Jordy Nelson's twin out there. <laughs> you know? So so uh, yeah, yeah, he was balling. He was balling. Right, right, and um, so yeah, I mean, but I mean, it, it ended how we all expected. You know, um, that the way uh, Larry Fitzgerald what he did. Uh, I heard something today that he thought about going you know out of bounds on that the play in overtime. But he said, you know what, I, you know, I, this is my chance to go down like as a memorable, you know, in history, and you know, so he he decided right then and there, he turned it back upfield, almost took it to the house, but of course, you know, that that set him up, and uh, so yeah, I mean, that was a good game, competitive, you know, once you know they got the jitters off. As far as um, the Chiefs Patriots game, uh, I mean, that was kind of boring. I mean, you know, both of them have similar offenses; they don't really. You know, go down the field too much. Um, you know, Brady did what you would expect. Um, Smith played, you know, he played well overall. But, you know, you have to, you know, with the Patriots, you have to score touchdowns. So, settling for field goals and, you know, not making plays when you need to, that's not get done. Um, as far as, uh, what was the other game? The uh, Seahawks Carolina. Seahawks, Seahawks Carolina, yeah, I mean, that started out like, way uh, worse than I guess everyone expected. I mean, I, I thought the Panthers would win, but yeah, I definitely didn't expect, you know, that start. And, but yeah, I mean, 
Seahawks, they they gave a valiant effort to try to come back, but you can't dig yourself a 31 and nothing hole. Like, I mean, like yeah. we know only one team's come back from that deficit, you know, in the playoffs, that Bills team with Frank Wright. You know, I think they were down 34, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, so, I mean, they, they pretty much, had they not had that start, I mean, they would have had a chance. But, you know, um, yeah. defense, offense, all Panthers that game pretty much dominate until the second half, you know, so... Yeah, that's kind of my takeaway. Okay, yeah. So I mean, I, like I, my sentiments are the same as y'all's with the, with the games. I thought like you know some were entertaining, some were like ah. Uh, I mean, definitely the NFC games were a lot more entertaining than the AFC games. Uh, I mean, the Steelers. I really didn't anticipate them winning given the circumstances, but they kept it close. You know what I'm saying? They kept they it did. close. Uh, I mean, I was really interested to see how Peyton was gonna play. And Peyton didn't like he didn't wow me. He didn't even like I mean did did you did you see anything to give you confidence in him playing against the Patriots next week and like beating them? I think that, you know, for me personally, I think um, he sh- he'll be better this week. I mean, particularly he had came in, I, you know, he spelled Osweiler in that, what was it, the last game of the season. Then after missing all that time, he had another week off. And so, you know, that probably hurt him a little bit. But like you say, he didn't really do too much. I mean, he made that one huge throw, though. I think it was like mm-hmm. third 12. He threw a laser in there. I didn't know he still had that in him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, he'll, I think he'll be better against New England. But, I mean, as far as that he game better concerned, be. like you said, he was ordinary. Yeah, he better be. He was ordinary in this game, though. He did, he did enough, and he didn't turn the ball over. You know, you can't turn it over in the playoffs, especially yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. He looked, he looked like a regular, a regular guy out there. Uh, I mean, it, which is shocking that we're calling Peyton Manning a regular guy, but um, he's I mean, it's have to play better. Yeah, nah, it is. I mean, you, I, like, I mean, at this point, he's just playing with his brain. He's not playing with like his physical attributes because he doesn't right. have any right now. And I mean, every like when he does make a good throw, you know. As the as the fans or the viewers, we're like, oh, like that's a good throw. You know what I'm saying? That's old Peyton. But you know, right. I, I think he has to play that way consistently for them to have a chance. But their defense is so stout. It's like, I mean, if they can get pressure on Brady, who knows? Like what what, what will happen? Um, I mean, that, I'm really looking forward to that matchup. Uh, Denver seeing them versus you know the Patriots. Uh, as far as the Packers Cardinals, you know, I mean that was a that was an epic game. I mean. From the Hail Mary, where the Bama Janice just comes and just jumps out of yeah. nowhere. I'm like, what, we gotta do? what kind of defense these Bama's playing? Because they wasn't well, even. Well, you know, Arian said he, he, sent, he sent the blitz. He said he sent the blitz. So that's why they only had like the two, I guess the two, I think it was two defenders back. And, you know, when normally, you know, their defenses are dropping everybody, but uh, Arians told, said, told the D coordinator to, uh, to blitz them. So I think you yeah. know, that's kind of how that played out like that. I mean, still, still. I mean, there was two dudes back there, and they was looking at the ball come down, and then the dude, uh, dude on the uh, package just came out of nowhere and just mossed the jump, just jumped and grabbed. I'm like, you got to want it more than, 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 than the, you know what I'm saying, the, the, your opponent. And I felt like they right. kind of let that get away. But nonetheless, Larry Fitzgerald, I mean, what an epic – uh, ending to a great game, you know, the cut back and everything like that. Uh, I mean, you know, just just solidifies his career as, you know, being one of the greatest receivers ever to play. Um, right. Seahawks, Cardinals, I know this young is like, it's like a, it's like 
pouring salt in the wound for, for Shaq because you ain't even want to watch. 31 0, I don't care who you are. There's no way you're coming back from that. Like, like people were like, oh, they're making a comeback. I'm like, yeah, 31 0. Like, the chances of you coming back are so slim. Like, the team almost has to just turn, be a totally different team the second half, like, and play like some trash. And Carolina did look like a totally they were, different They team. were close. They were yeah. close to the second <laughs> half. But I think most of that was basically because they just stopped. They felt like the game was in hand and that they won. Right. It was not that, that the Seattle Seahawks were a much better team than them. But, um, and I don't think Seattle's a bad team. I think they're a much better team, and they, and they actually showed it in the second half. But, you know, to watch them, like, really just get manhandled in the first half. Like, they got punished in the first half. And everybody yeah. was in shock. So the only thing they could do was come out of halftime swinging. And, I mean, they, they definitely made a valiant effort. But, you know, what does this mean for Marshawn Lynch's future? I heard them talking about, like, I mean, the coach came out and said that he likely won't be back. Um, and if he goes somewhere, do you, you know, I mean, word on the street is, will we take? Will the Redskins take him? You know what I'm saying? You gonna take it? How, how old is he, Shaq? How old is uh, Marshawn? Uh, thirty, going on thirty-one, I believe. Oh, is that is that that that's when the uh, the super decline? Yeah, that's, that's, from that's, that's, yep. that's that's the wall right there. Age thirty. That's what they always say. So so, what are, what are your thoughts on Marshawn? Like, I know I know you I know it's over, but but do you, would you want him back? Like, I mean. Oh, I'll, I'll let I'll let I got a lot to say, so I'll let Jeff go first. Uh, so are you saying as a Skins fans, should, should we want him or, or I'm just saying I'm saying Marshawn Lynch is gonna be on. He's gonna be available. You know, right. the, the, uh, he's not going back to Seattle. And I mean, of course, nah. I mean, even if he was a different team, a Giants fan or whatever. I mean, like, do you take a chance on a on a running back that's 30, 31? Uh, even I mean, even you know, I just, caliber. I mean, like, I I think if you could get him for a good deal, I mean, it doesn't hurt. Um, I, I looked it up. Um, his birthday is uh, in April. He's 29 right now, so he's actually about to turn 30 in April. But uh, so I mean, I I figure, uh, you know, like if if he doesn't cost that much, I mean, he pretty much got all this money that he was gonna get basically for his career from you know Seattle and obviously the deal with Buffalo so I mean I, I figure if you can get them for a decent you know price and you're a team that's maybe close and that's one of the areas that you you know kind of need help at I, I don't I say why not you know I mean go for it I mean we know how productive he's been in the league I mean he's been top five running backs since he's came in the league and you know so I, I, if it's if it's low risk, like you not you don't have to pay him that much money, and you're close, and you think he can maybe help put you over the edge, edge I say why not? Mm. Shaq. All right. So here's the thing. <laughs> I appreciate everything he's done, from the beast quake to the Super Bowl championship to what should have been his one yard rush for a touchdown last year's Super Bowl. Unfortunately, it's time to move on. We have, including him, I think 24 free agents this season. And then you're also looking at next year, people like Doug Baldwin going on free agency. I mean, just an example of some of the people we have to re-sign. It's him, uh, Brandon Meebane, Russell Okun, J.R. Sweezy, um, Jeremy Lane, 
Will Tukawafu. You're talking about like people that have contributed to us winning Super Bowls. So do you really pick one player over all of them? Especially when that one player has somebody that was behind him that was at the time when he got hurt, fourth in the league in rushing. He's probably going to be on the all-rookie team for running backs. Um, only reason, only reason, dude in St. Louis got more rushing yards than him. He had almost 100 more, 100 more carries, and only beat him by I think like 300 yards. And that's with starting five more games. So when he put up that kind of production, Thomas Rawls is who I'm talking about. When he put up that much production, starting only eight games, seven or eight games this year, and had almost 900 yards rushing. You got to look at that as promising. I mean, he when he played, he had a 200-yard rushing game this year. He had a couple hundred-yard rushing games, so he played very well. And I would mortgage the future on him, seeing as how he has one of those free agent rookie contracts. You're not paying him much money. You can put that money elsewhere. So beast mode, I appreciate it, but with 20-something people free agency, you lose almost half your roster. Taking, paying him millions, you could put those millions towards two or three, maybe four people, depending on mm. how much money he wanted. So it's time to move on. Yeah. I mean, definitely Marshawn Lynch is going to command, I don't say a top dollar, but, you know, because I don't think they have to pay running backs that much. But, you know, given his, his history and his his uh, track record, I mean, he, he, I mean, he's going to get more than a regular you know what I'm saying? Just a regular running back that's just trying to get picked up on a team because of yeah. you know the type of caliber of player he is. He's an all down, every down back. You know he can catch, he can run. You know his health, I guess, will be something that people will question. But I think Marshawn Lynch, more more than more than anything, is going to be trying to go to a team where he feels comfortable or where his role will, you know, be what he would want it to be. I mean that whole debacle at the end of the season with him and the team and all that. I think they kind of hurt him a little bit, but I mean, yeah. clearly, if you're a team that's not winning, you need a serviceable running back, and Marshawn Lynch is available. Uh, I mean, I think, you're gonna take a chance. I think, you uh, I, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, you know, I don't think he would have, you know, taken like a cut for Seattle, uh, a pagan, no, particularly, yeah, particularly when you know you you think about how things ended, like obviously starting with the Super Bowl. Uh, going back there and then like you said uh, at the end of the season and or whatever I don't think I think he'll go somewhere else and he you know he would think less but he wouldn't do it with Seattle I mean I think it's a good shot too I mean what if oh, I mean Oakland I know they have a nice uh, that's what I was about to back, say they might try to get that's where he's from you know they obviously yeah. understand him you know and he could be like you know get a decent amount there and they traditionally in the past bought in older players and I think he could be a good uh, mentor to the running back what's his name like Lamar uh, what, I can't even think of his name but uh, yeah Oakland starting running back who, who's, who's solid and he's young as well but I think Marshawn you know could maybe be a good mentor to him and you know be back at, at his home uh, team and for the Oakland Raiders so I mean I would look out for that as well yeah no, Latavius Murray, that's what you're there talking you about. That actually, there, there. I, I, yeah, I, I like that. I, that sounds like a good fit. Um, uh, yeah, for Marshawn in his in his future. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, like I said, a, a running back of his caliber is going to be coveted by somebody 
somebody gonna want him right. um, if he can if he can produce and is healthy. Uh, right. The last game with the Patriots in Kansas City, and we just saw the worst clock management ever in that game by Kansas City. That job was so terrible. I mean, they had chances and opportunities to I felt like to assert themselves in that game, but it just goes to show like when Doug Peterson after him leaving, like they just were like just scrapping change together. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like when you're trying to get on a bus to go somewhere and you like don't have no money, you just like looking under the couch and just going in the cushions and doing all types of stuff just to try to get like enough money to catch the bus. Like that's what they were doing in that game. They were they looked terrible. And I mean, unfortunately, they lost. And I, I think that they have a better all-around team than the Patriots. But, you know, Patriots had everything go their way. They jumped a little fluke pass that bounced off cut shoulder at the end. And then uh, Gronkowski was Gronkowski. And I mean, like, all they have is a tight end and one wide receiver. Like, you can't stop them two people? I, I don't, I mean... Yeah. I don't know, man. It is. You know, it is. I mean, it's that it's that new like the new wave of football, and that you know uh, teams that have them like you know for whatever reason most linebackers uh, can't can't guard uh, you know them tight ends. I, I won't even say for whatever reason. Naturally, you know when you look at the two positions, you know anybody um, you know receiving the ball, tight end receiver, obviously it's going to be difficult for linebackers to cover them particularly obviously the speed isn't usually going to be there and then if you have a, a, a corner in the uh what's the dime package like they're usually small they're usually too small so they might have the speed but you can just throw it up to a jump ball i mean gronkowski's like six seven and i mean he's a beast so i mean like if you have those type of receivers they're hard to cover in this day and age in football um and, and you know as far as with edelman you know, he's just short. His, he's very quick. Like, he's in and out of breaks faster than most receivers. Like, I mean, like, he's probably the best slot receiver in the game now. I mean, I think it was Cruz, but, you know, his injury took him out. And I think Edelman, you know, has hopped into that place. So, it's yeah. hard, to, hard to guard those guys. Yeah, nah, I mean, definitely is a, it's a tough shot when you go into New England, you play in New England, and they have those two weapons because they're unique. You know what I'm saying? Gronkowski is a unique weapon. You know what I'm saying? Right. But KC got tall corners. They got big corners. You know what I'm saying? They're not maybe not as big as Gronkowski, but it's like, I felt like they shouldn't have got, I mean, you know, he he shouldn't be catching multiple touchdowns. That's just the bottom line. Like, you have to right. double that man and really make, make somebody else beat you. You know what I'm saying? Make mm-hmm. somebody else beat you. But, I mean, that's why Kansas City is going home, and that's why Patriots are uh, moving on to the next the next game and as we look at those games the next games that are slated for the 24th of January this Sunday uh, we got the Cardinals in Carolina and we got the Patriots in Denver so who, who you got winning that Cardinals in Carolina Joe? Go ahead Shaq Uh, It's really a toss I mean if they put the same kind of pressure on Carson Palmer that they put on Russell Wilson I gotta say Carolina's gonna do it because Carson Palmer, when he gets pressured, he, he gets rattled and he doesn't handle it well. He's shown that in the the game this weekend and he showed that the last game of the season, when he gets pressured, he starts to panic a little bit. Um, I mean, I don't really see Arizona's defense doing a whole lot to stop Cam Newton. 
and um, Jonathan Stewart, they they haven't really been a shutdown defense this year. So it's not like years past where their defense was winning them games. They don't have that same dominant defense they did a few years ago. So Patrick Peterson, he's good, but you're not looking at one specific weapon. He's not stopping Greg Olson. Greg Olson is their number one target. So he's not going to be covering him. Maybe a couple plays a game, but not like... They're gonna they're gonna have to rely on their linebackers to stop Greg Olson, and I don't see that happening. Um, as far as the Denver and New England game, it's really gonna come down to can Denver's defense generate pressure. Quiet, quiet as kept is never talked about, but New England's offensive line play is the best in the NFL consistently. They don't let Brady get a lot of pressure, and that's why he's able to do these rhythm plays with Edelman and get the ball up to Gronk when he needs to is because he's never consistently being pressured. He doesn't have to worry about timing. He doesn't have to worry about sacks. He doesn't have to worry about strips because the pressure's never there. The pocket's consistent. So if defense, if Denver's defense can change that, then they'll probably win for the simple fact that the other way around, I mean, it's going to become a game of field goals at that point, and they have just as much a chance because it's in mile high. Yeah, I, 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 uh, you know, I'll start with that game first since you spoke on it. I don't even think it's necessarily. I mean, traditionally in the past, New England's offensive line has been good, but like in more recent years, particularly this year and last year, they're not the greatest. They, they, it's just the offense that they run. Brady very rarely takes five step drops. He usually gets the ball out quick. Like that's basically like their running game. They'll just say spread it out and he'll he'll drop. He, won't, he doesn't even take three-step drops at times. He'll just drop back and he'll throw a quick screen out. And they use that as their running game. So, I mean, but there is still a way. You have to play this press coverage. And, you know, Denver has the corners for that. With uh, Tlaib, he's going to get up in you. And then uh, Harris hadn't given up a, a touchdown in two years until um, recent week. I think, I think this past week or whatever. So, um you know, I think, and Brady traditionally hasn't played well in, in Denver. Even he lost to, I think, uh, Tebow, if I'm not mistaken, maybe not not in the playoffs, but he lost in Denver. I think, um, obviously, he lost Peyton last time um, the Broncos went to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I think Denver has to get pressure for sure. Um, the way New England has been playing, the way that they looked against Kansas City, I mean, speaking due to the fact that I didn't think they would, you know, win that game because I thought coming back from injury, Edelman, you know, he looked rusty at first, but he got it going. I didn't think, you know, he'd be able to kind of be that lift that they needed along with Gronkowski, but they won that. But I, I think I'm going to go ahead and pick Denver again, though. I think I think Peyton will be better um, since he played last week. Um, he, obviously, we all expect that he's healthy. Um, so I'm going to go for Denver in mile high, just, you know, kind of in almost like a, Peyton going out on the last hurrah and getting to the Super Bowl. I think he'll lose again, and that hurts me to say because Peyton is my guy, but um, Harold knows as far as for the other game, I've been calling out the Panthers, you know, pretty much since, you know, I've been first making the guest spots on this show, even when they were playing Arizona. I mean, I got the Panthers in that game. I mean, Cam, like I said, when they lost the one game, Jonathan Stewart didn't play. We'll see what he looked like when he played huh, last week. Cam at home, that defense... 
I just think that they're going to be too tough to overcome. I think the D is going to get pressure. I don't think Par uh, Carson will be able to have, you know, hold the ball and throw those deep routes like they want to do because I don't think he'll have the time consistently for the game. So, yeah, I got the Panthers moving on, and I have it being the Panthers and uh, Broncos in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm going to say like this. I believe the Cardinals are going to beat Carolina. And I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say that that's going to happen. Uh, I think Carolina, the thing that goes that's, that's, that's in favor of Carolina is the fact that they play at home. And their crowd and that energy in that stadium is just so live. And that that's always it translates, it translates to the players. But I believe that that's not going to be able to, I, I believe, first of all, Carson Palmer is going to play a lot better game. I don't think that they're going to give up 31 points like Seattle. And if the if the New York Giants in a, 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 a back and forth battle fight with, with Carolina, I know for a fact that Arizona can hang with, with Carolina, especially especially when it comes to scoring. Man, they have the weapons, I, I promise They have the defense. Harold, I promise you Carson's going to turn it over in the game. I promise you that. He might play better, I mean, but I promise you he's going to have a turnover. They're going to turn. Well, this is well. This is the thing. I think that the jitters got him in the first game, and they clearly showed he had a little bit of jitters. But as the game progressed, he got a little more comfortable, and I believe that he he will settle in in this game. Uh, I don't think Carolina really poses any, you know, I think they pose a threat because of course they're fifteen and one. But to me, they're not. I, I believe like they're beatable. I believe they're beatable, and Cam <laughs> is an anomaly. Like he's. I mean, he's a freak of nature, and he's able to, like, make things happen that shouldn't happen. But I feel like Arizona's, their 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 defense is going to recognize where Seattle fell short, and they're going to come to play. And 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 we're going to see. I mean, even though even though the Seattle lost to the Carolina Panthers, they put a beating on the Carolina Panthers in that second half. They, they, they went out I think out that fighting. was good for them. I think that was good for the Panthers, actually. You know, um, well, we're gonna find out because Greg Olson, looked, Greg Olson looked like he like he was hurting after that game. I mean, Champ Cancel laid a vicious hit on him. Like we're gonna see, we're gonna see. Um, I know it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle, and it's not gonna be. I, I think it'll be a close game, but I, I just think Cardinals will be victorious when it's said and done. Um, as far as the Patriots in Denver, I'm gonna go with Denver in this game. I think that them being at home. And their defense, you know, uh, being as good as it is, even though they, they had a slow start this past week, I think they'll have a much better start this week. And they'll 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 play the Patriots tough. Um, I don't, I mean, I mean, Tom Brady's going to be Tom Brady. Peyton Man is going to have to score in this game. He's going to have to be effective passing. Um, this running the ball situation with, with C.J. Anderson and Ronnie Hillman, like, there's going to come a point in this game where they're going to have to scrap that and Peyton Manning is going to have to be Peyton Manning. Now, the question is, will he be able to be Peyton Manning? That, that's a big, big question mark around that. Um, but it, nonetheless, it's going to be, these are two very entertaining games. And I think no matter who wins, like the Super Bowl is going to be like a good one. Like if Carolina wins and they play Denver, it's going to be good. If uh, Cardinals win and play Denver or Patriots win and play Carolina or Cardinals, like it doesn't matter which way it goes. I mean, the Super Bowl is going to be like that. So, I mean, I, I need to maybe 
talk to talk to the missus and find out where we're gonna go to the where the Super Bowl party gonna be at. Uh, because it's gonna be live for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, nah, I, I I agree I agree with you that it's gonna be a good Super Bowl. I mean, you had the one and two seeds out of both conferences make it to the final, you know, the championship weekend. So that's all one could ever ask for. You know, most of the time that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, I, I guess like uh, you know, the thing I would say too, you know, Denver needs they they need their receivers need to come to play. Like they can't drop passes. Like if Peyton's gonna even have a chance to get in the rhythm and be Peyton that they need him to be, the receivers can't be dropping the ball every drive. You having at least one drop, and Demarius has to have a big game without drops. That that's what well, I'd well, say. Good, good luck with that, because Demarius just seemed like he dropped a pass after every five tough jumps he catch, he dropped one. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's gonna be. I, I hope he can. I hope they can hold on to the ball. I mean, uh, if they, because if they do, I think that 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 changes the game um, for their for their team. I mean, defense going to show up, but if their offense can put up points and score, then they're they're a very dangerous team. I mean, we'll see. Will it, we'll see if league orders come into play in this jump too, because they might just be like, yeah, this uh this Peyton Manning last year. Let's just go ahead, you know, do it, give him the Ray Lewis treatment. You know what I'm saying? Because the league is all about money at the end of the day, so they don't even care about the um, so so if we see some fluke happen at the end where it's like a little fluke touchdown or something like that or one of them days Brian Jones where the Bama like holds the ball and it goes into the ground or some fluke then we already know what it is um, uh, scrapping football for now as we come down to our, our final our final segment final topics of the show the, the Warriors and the Cavs played last night Jeff Curry cooks LeBron and the Cavs and, and, and I mean from jump start they came out that jump firing on all cylinders is is LeBron done is he like not gonna get no more championships for his career cause that was embarrassing last night I, I, I mean I know it's regular season but they got they got uh, Instagram jumps with LeBron getting the ball stolen from by Steph Curry and he looked just like I, I'm sure y'all seen that jump right? Nah, I didn't even see that one. I didn't see it. Y'all oh, yeah. they got they got this Instagram jump <laughs> like like LeBron is in the post and then Steph Curry does like the little sneak behind the Bama. Oh yeah, got yeah, turn yeah, and like steals the ball and then they like right. on, on LeBron's face and the Bama got the salty like. Like, like, go ahead. You know, yeah. like, I remember go the ahead. play for sure from the game. I didn't see the, I didn't see the memes though. That's dog, they cooking the Bama dog. He gave, he gave them Bama's a, a, a vegetarian meal. He cooked thirty-five points. I mean, from jump, this, this team just looked more. They just looked superior over the Cavs. Cavs looked discombobulated. Like, you know, they just didn't. They looked out of place. I mean, is, is LeBron done? Will LeBron win another championship? I don't think so. Um, not with the team they have. It's gonna take a change of some kind. Cause who? What they get? What is it gonna take, man? They got three All Stars, Shaq. What, what? That don't mean nothing. I mean, don't, when, when Love one was an All Star too. But yeah, Love was an All Star. In fairness, I mean, he clearly. At this point, it looks like, you know, he needs, like, a sorry squad to, you know, really do what he needs to do. That's what it looks like, you know. I mean, I put it like this. I don't see 
the competition in the East is weak, so by by almost default, he has a chance to make it to the finals because Miami, you never know who's going to show up and play. Um, Indiana, Paul George has to be hot for them to win. Uh, Toronto, they're iffy. Chicago, they're iffy. So it's like almost by default, they can make it. New York has been playing well, but not well enough to beat them in a seven-game series. So... But once you get out of the East, you got to deal with the West. And it, no matter who you run up against, if you run up against OKC, Russell Westbrook and KD going to tear you apart. They don't have a, they don't have a defensive stop down. Um, we saw what happened with now. Yeah, we saw what happened with Golden State. Um, the Spurs, they're just too fundamental. You're not going to beat them. So uh, that's three teams right there alone that they can't they can't beat in a seven game series. So what about the Clippers? Can they beat the Clippers? Ah. That's, that's like they're, you start to get into a shot at that point because the Clippers, you don't know who's going to show up. Sometimes they play like garbage too. So you got a chance if you start getting down to the Clippers and all of them, if they happen to make it, that's when your chances go up. But you go from a 0% chance to like the 25 and 50% chances after you're the top three or four teams in the West. Right. So unless something changes in the next couple seasons, his window's going to start closing quickly. Like he. He's gonna have a quick drop off when he when he's time to go. It's time to go. You're gonna notice it right away. Like his hairline, you are gonna notice it right away. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, for myself personally, I mean, I, I'm. It's funny. I'm, I'm at a rock and a hard place due to the simple fact that obviously the Wizards are my squad. But my favorite player is Curry. I know last season, um, you know, I expecting them to win the chip. But I thought that Cleveland would win it this year. You know, I didn't expect Golden State to come out the gates and do what they've done, and then obviously the Spurs are right there. Um, but So it's funny, it's like I want Steph to win again, but I, I predicted you know, last season that Cleveland will win in their second season, but I just, I just don't see that happening. I mean, at this point, um, I'm not necessarily, you know, distraught maybe as everybody else is on last night's game although it definitely was embarrassing i mean it's a lot still we haven't even got to all-star break yet so i mean in player like lebron's career you know uh we know the only thing that matters is playoffs and the championship so i don't really get too bent out of shape about regular season games although i do know that teams try to send messages in that um or whatever but I, yeah i i, I so I, would, I wouldn't be too, but I just don't think that they have anybody uh, that can beat, you know, that can do what they need to do to beat, you know, Golden State or, or San Antonio. Those are the two, I think. I think one of those two are going to come up the West. I don't really see the Clippers or uh, I don't think the Thunder are going to win a chip with Russell and Katie playing together, um, you know, so... Um, that's but I but I but to your original question, I do think LeBron still has a chance to win another championship. But a lot of it's going to be based on how you know that supporting cast is. How good can Kyrie Irving really be, and can he stay healthy? So I mean, we, well, we know how good he can be, but can he stay healthy? And so LeBron's going to have to you know take a back seat and maybe average by that stage maybe 23 20, 24 a game like eight and seven like you know just have those other numbers higher and kind of running the thing and basically let Kyrie be the number one option you know for everything offensive and you know I think that transition has to happen 
like kind of like how D Wade transitioned the team to uh, LeBron in Miami. I think LeBron's gonna have to transition it to Kyrie if Kyrie can stay healthy, and then maybe they'll eventually, you know, break through against one of the West. Of course, with more roster moves, but as of right now, it doesn't look good. Yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm just gonna let that happen though. Yeah, to, to me, Eagle can let that happen. Yeah, it, it looks like a fail. It looks like a fail. I mean, after last night, and I, I know you, you know, you can't put too much stock in the regular season. One thirty-two ninety-eight, like in your home, like the Golden State Warriors came into that gym and was like, "We want to fry these bamas. They can't run with us. They can't see us. Like, let's cook them." And they just went out there and they just embarrassed them. And what I saw is more, much more alarming. This is why I don't think LeBron made that. He may not win another chip. Um, it's not because he, he he won't have the opportunity because like you said, Shaq, he coming from the East. East is kind of right. weak and they're their best team. But when it comes to like actually having to play basketball, they were outplayed last night in every facet of the game. Fundamentally, like even when Golden State kind of just was like just playing around, they still were cooking them fundamentally. Like if Kyrie Irving, it's too much one-on-one with the Cavs. They, right. they have to have the ball. So you think maybe a coach, you think a coach, you don't think it's a definitely coach, a coach they got the change. right coach in there? Let me say this. Even when, when, when LeBron was with Spolcher, the coach didn't have to do much. Spolcher at least knows the game enough to like help in situations. And then he had, he had a cerebral player in Dwayne Wade. You know what I'm saying? Cerebral player in Chris Bosh. Like Kevin Love's just out there, Joe. Just trying to get open space. If they don't play gap offense, he don't know what to do. Uh, J.R. Smith is a, a one-on-one jack machine. He don't like play with the <laughs> offense. Uh, Kyrie Irving is not a good like. You know, he tries to play within the concept of the offense, but they put the ball in his hand and try to make him the point guard. He's not a point. He's a two. Uncle Drew shows up. Uncle Drew shows up when you give him yeah, the ball. He's a scorer. And they, and they got these players playing out of position. There's no reason J.R. Smith, Kyrie Irving should be on the floor at the same time because they're both the same kind of players. They both get the ball one-on-one situations trying to score. And if you're not, if you're off, you're going to lose. That's what happened last night. They were trying to force shots and, and like, do one-on-one. And LeBron James just couldn't, he couldn't get it going offensively. And... They, they end up losing to a better team. Now, they can beat all these teams in the East that, like, they pretty much rely on the same thing. Like like you said, Indiana, Paul George, he got it like, if he's not going, then they're not in the best shape. But they have better coaching, so they can play a little more, you know, a little more team team oriented basketball. Cavs aren't, aren't in, they don't have, they're not in shape. There's no reason they should have lost the championship last year. I think I think a, a team that could potentially, you know, um, you know, knock them off in the East. I'm not saying it'll happen. Like it's too early for me to predict that. But but the Bulls would be that team. I mean, if Butler, you know, is going to continue to play because they actually have weapons. The Bulls do. So it's going to be a matter of can they defend when they need to get the stops because that's what the playoffs is about. Like, can you make stops when they need to be made? And the Bulls yeah, can do that. I mean, you have. Yeah, I mean, that, that still, but the playoffs, we still don't have, you know, it still is not here until April. And then presumably they wouldn't meet until, what, you know, like late April? Because you figure that they, they, in my opinion, that they're going to meet in the conference finals. So, you know, Joe Kim will be back by then. 
And I think five or six months, I don't know. Five or six months, yeah, that's tearing and tottering. Oh, yeah, 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 that's five, that's tough. Yeah, I didn't know it was that long. Yeah, I mean, because I was going to say, oh, and I was just going to say, uh, Butler, you got, and you know, if Rose can be effective, then Gasol, Gasol's been a dog lately. I know he said he's opting out after this year. So, I mean, and then, uh, uh, not Nesterovich, I'm sorry, Miritich. Miritich. Uh, you know, yeah. like, yeah, like, uh, I mean, they have it. I think that's the best team that has a chance to beat. I don't think Miami will. They're, like, Wade, he's too old, man. I mean, he's too banged up. You know? See, don't say that. Don't say that too loud. You know, you know, some some, <laughs> some, 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 some Heat fans out there, Shaq and Heat fans. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, they, listen, I, I don't, I don't even think. I mean, yes, I think the Bulls have a chance, but deep down in my heart, I don't think they even believe that they can win the, win, win the East. Like, I just don't think they had, they've had issues with their coaching and stuff like that. Now, if they get to a place where they're top of the East and it's looking like they have a real chance, then maybe, but I don't know. But speaking of right there. Yeah, Jimmy Butler's playing for self. That's why he's frying the way he's frying right now because he's, he's trying, trying to keep that money. He was yeah, exactly. Well, That's he already went ahead. No, 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 no. I don't think he got, like, what he really wants to get. He might have gotten some money, but not, like, what he wants to get. He's playing for self. He's trying to assert himself as the main guy on that team. Once he asserts himself, then they're going to push Derrick Rose out, and it's going to be back to just being the Jimmy Butler show. I think that's what he's aiming for. But, I mean... Cleveland. I mean, he got Jimmy Butler got ninety five million this year. He got ninety five yeah, million. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, saying. He, he got he got his money. That's what I'm saying. It's not, it's not the money though. He's playing for self. Like he wants to play for that being the guy on the team. Being the guy. Okay. Well, I think that's already. I think everyone already knows that is his team. I don't. <laughs> I think that. Uh, everybody except Derrick Rose. Yeah, I mean, well, that's one. That's just from the outside looking at everybody that's not Derrick Rose. Yeah, for everybody that's not Derrick Rose knows that that's Jimmy Butler's team. You know? Yeah, but I don't get the credit too by giving him that money. Yeah. Yeah. So they right there. I mean, the Bulls I think are four games behind um, behind uh, the Cavs. I think uh, the Cavs are 28 and 11, and the uh, Bulls are 24 and 16. So five, four and a half games behind them. So I mean, they're right there. You know, it's not really that big a difference. So for, I don't know. I, I think I think that they, you know, have the best chance at beating Cleveland more so than like Toronto, Atlanta, or Miami. You know, yeah. those are that's your one through five. So yeah, yeah the East is bad, and you got the. We got the Wizards, these bums. I can't stand the Wizards right now, though. They, they can't they can't beat anybody. Like they can't beat teams that they're supposed to beat. Like it's it's not even like I, I'm expecting you to beat the Spurs and stuff like that. I'm talking about these teams that have been on losing streaks. Like, it's no reason why the Wizards should have lost to the Portland Trailblazers yesterday. 108-98. John Wall ends up with nine points. Now after just being named player in a week in the conference. Come on, man. You can't, you cannot turn, be night and day. Like, you gotta be consistent. Like, I mean, I just don't, it's not even that hard when you, you have the ball in your hand all the time. Now, granted, he did have 12 assists, but still, nine points, that's unacceptable. You're playing against Portland. Why is, why, why aren't you, like, they're not a good team. 
like I, it, it's why I want you to pay attention. There's a trend. Whenever John Wall it plays against these good guards in the league, I'm talking about the elite guards, like like the Paul George, Damian Lillards, the like elite guards in the league. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He. He doesn't show up consistently when he plays those, those big names. I will, I, will, I will say this in fairness, Harold. You said that Portland isn't a good team. They actually have the same amount of wins as Washington. They have more losses because they play more games. Washington's 19 and 21, and Portland's 19 and 25. And they're a game out of uh, the eighth spot in the West because the West records are, are down this year. Um, so, I mean. But you're right, though. I mean, he definitely the consistency. I don't, I don't really get it. I don't like you say. How could you be player of the week, and then you just got that honor? You just, I think he actually just received his uh, trophy for getting player of the month in December, and then he gets player of the week, and then you you come back and play an egg with nine points. Like that just that's just incomprehensible. I don't know how that could happen. Like you said, like against a top-notch guards. Against Lillard and McCullough, uh, not McCullough, but um, the other guard that they like. I mean, you could throw him in there too because he cooked us. Boom. Yeah. Crab, that Batman cooked us. Everybody, I'm just like, yeah, come on, man. Like, you just gotta. It's just, when are they gonna get sick and tired of just, like, just like being mediocre? Like, that, it's just, just making me so angry because. Man. It's nah, ridiculous. Yeah, Bradley Bill is a skill. He's a skill guard. He wants to get paid. Cook. It's that simple. John yeah, Wall. You crying about Alabama's contracts and stuff. Dog. Cook every single night. You you crying because you got right. snuff in the All Star game. Cook. You ain't got to worry yeah. about it. This Bama. You yeah. deserve to get snuff. You don't deserve to be in the All Star game. Your team under five hundred. You don't deserve to go. Ah uh, yeah. Nah. I mean. It's hard. It's hard for me to disagree with any of that. That's for sure. I mean, I think, I think, uh, you know, like it's time for Whitman to go. I mean, like cases like this, they always kind of test my patience Uh-oh. as far as you say the magic words. <laughs> Look, you're gonna like summon, you're gonna summon Aaron out of out of the, out of the depths of the. You're gonna summon Aaron on this joke. We sit talk about Randy Whitman. It's time for him to go. <laughs> Man, like. Nah, it's, it's time for him to go, man. Like, I was just saying, like, stuff like this, these type of cases test my patience in the, from the standpoint that if I was the owner, it would be hard for me not to fire him right now. Like, but that's what I want to do. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I probably would let him go throughout, you know, the season unless it got really bad. But, I mean, I want to fire him right now because, as you mentioned, this is unacceptable. Now, I know that, you know, there have been injuries, but still, like, like you say, it's the Eastern Conference. And this team has been together now long enough for you not to be two games under 500. I don't even know when the last time we were over 500. I think we might have barely got there and then we promptly went right back under 500. So, I mean, Whitman's obviously not getting it done. Bill is hurt all the time. He's not getting it done. I mean, the times that Wall is inconsistent, like, I mean, he's the only one we got that can we can, you know, count on for the most part. You know, I mean, we have young, you know, Oubre and uh, Otto Porter. They've shown, you know, stretches that, you know, they they could be solid players, but... They're not game changers. They need we we need the roster to be built around those those players as well as Wall and the coaching chain at this point. Yeah. I mean, we know we know what's gonna happen this year. 
the Wizards gonna fight, 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 get into the seventh seed, and then maybe make it out of the first round. Maybe no, they if they're the seventh seed, they're not making it out of the first round. They're gonna lose in the playoffs, and then we right back in square one, and then. Fans are just gonna be like, oh, okay, shrugging their shoulders because we made it to the playoffs. Like it's the East, it's trash. Um, I, I, I'm just, I'm tired of making excuses for these Bamas. I'm just tired. I'm tired of making excuses. And I hope somebody will get in their ear. I hope somebody will call Bradley Bill bum and call him soft. Say this Bamas made it uh, paper mache and, and yell at John Wall and, and tell that Bama to stop. Stop crying about all this other stuff. Get out of uh, 2K9 and all them clubs in the city and really focus on this crap and try to, like, you know what I'm saying, win. They got I mean, these what stupid they, commercials man. on Comcast talking about, we want to win, support the team. Man, shut up. I don't want to see none of it. <laughs> what they missing is that that leadership quality that they have from Paul Pierce and that, that killer instinct. None of them... These dudes are like the prime example of the negatives of the AAU generation. They're not competitive at all. Like when it comes to that killer instinct of competitiveness, KD has that instinct of competitiveness. He's on the positive side of the AAU generation. This is the negative side of it, where they play. Um, they're busy. They play. They play. They play to dap the Bamas up after the game and find out what club they're gonna be at later that night. Right. It's all that's, about that's, having that's, friends and having fun on the court. That's what it's all about. And yeah, yeah, let me get your jersey. Sign my jersey, dog. I'm going to sign your jump. And then we're going to go have drinks after the jump. Yeah, Ridiculous. Nah, that's, they don't even care if they nah. lose. Like, they're not even in their feelings. If I lose in a game of Madden or 2K, I'm, I, like, I, I can shut the game off. I'm, I can't even play, dog. Where's their competitive drive? Yeah, nah. I mean, and it's funny, too, because... It makes me think back to before the season started when they had the nerve. I mean, I don't know if it's the nerve. I mean, I guess any any person that plays anything competitive, you should feel like you're the best. But in my eyes, they had the nerve to say that they were the best backcourt in the league. I thought it was laughable, and that's my squad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, come on. Like, just say, you know, we're trying to be the best. We're getting bet- better every day. Like, for you to go out there and then Bill miss all the- Like, you're not even on the court. Like, how are you going to talk about that y'all are the best backcourt in the league when nine times out of ten, you put your, your, your running mate out there by himself because you're hurt all the time, you know? I told my father two years ago, man, that, you know, that Bill... You know, I didn't like his progress, and I thought he was just going to be, you know, just another player. He didn't have to be. I never saw the ability for him to be what we needed in order for us to take our games to the next level as a franchise and as a team. He, he, never, he never showed me that because he never was consistent. He had to stretch in the playoffs, but this, you still have to play the regular season, and you have to be healthy, none of which Bill – has done, and he always shot a low percentage. His his percentage has constantly been around 41, 42. If you look at other shooting guards in the league, they're, they're over the first three, four years in the league, their shooting percentage improved every year. So I just never saw it in Bill, and I thought it was laughable. So, you know. Remember, he got he got potential, show flashes, but if every other game you in a Harold Penner suit on the sideline, <laughs> <laughs> In a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a Steve Harvey box jump, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hear nothing from you. 
I don't want to hear nothing from you. You don't need to be talking about how you good and blah, 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 and this and that. I want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, man. So I, I'm just really disappointed in the Wizards. Hopefully, they'll go on like a 10-game winning streak, and then we can talk positive about them. But until then, I'm going to just keep it real. They're not. You're not good. John Wall, you're not. You're not that good. Everybody was like, if we had a discussion right now, we just throw our names. Damian Lillard and different, different guards around the league. Everybody will pick the other guard over you. I hope you hear this. They will pick the other guard over you. So if you want to be acknowledged, you got to fry every time you step on the court. Whoever you're playing against, you got to fry them, no? You got to take it personal. If you want the accolades and the, and the respect, because right now, you, you you just embarrassing us, for real. You just embarrassing us. Yeah. They get, yeah, they get nah. in the war one week, and then the next week, lose to some sub-500 teams. You know what I'm saying? You're losing the good teams. I might give you a pass, but you're losing the sorry teams or teams that's like middle of the road and it's not that good. Like, I just, I'm I'm really, really disappointed with them right now. Uh, Before we close, we got the Rockets. They lost 132-140. John with the overtime. Chris Paul cooks 28. He better than John Wall. 28-12, six steals against the Rockets without Blake Griffin. Reddick has 40. Good night. Mm -hmm. Season career high. Career high, yeah. Ray Howard has 36 and 26 boards, but they lost. Uh, I mean, what a monster game. If you got them on fantasy, then I know you're psyched, but but, uh, the Rockets trash. They done anyway. I just, I mean, they have a lot of issues. Uh, But but Chris Paul is playing out of his mind right now, and even without Blake Griffin. And, I mean, they always look like a a team to make a run for the – you know, the Western Conference, but the West is just so tough. It's, like, really hard to call it. So, you know, we'll just go ahead and log that that nice Chris Paul game in. I mean, he was hitting trades. He was doing he was doing it all. He was doing it all. He is a special talent. Um, yeah, but, Paul, Paul, yeah, Paul, you know, his ability obviously has never been in question. It's just whether he'll ever get that chip or not, or at least, you know, get, get to a close. final. Get close. sniff it, you know, yeah, we're going to see, man. We're going to be watching. But anything else, man? Shaq, man, can we get like like 20 degrees from your uh, your climate down there? <laughs> if here? I get you 20, we're going to be at the same spot, man. I can't do this it. It's 11 degrees <laughs> out here, though. Yeah, I got so you take, away, you take away my 20, that puts me at 30 and puts you at 30. What you think I want? <laughs> no, thank you. I'm putting, I'm putting on the uh, I'm putting on the icy hot bengay up under my sweatshirt to keep me warm and just be like, cause it's young, it's cold out here, man. It's cold. About, it's it's so cold. I left my building. A dude was like, "Hey, man, you going to the metro? You want to ride?" I'm like, "Oh, nah, my car outside." He's like, "Yeah, man, I can't, I couldn't let you go all day. I was give you a ride." I'm like. That's mighty nice of you, bro. I yeah, that was a good that. look. God bless you. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying, you know it's cold when strangers is offering rides to the Metro. Right. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Nobody yeah. needs to get out that, you know. It's, you, it's usually that wind. The wind is what kills you, man. Like, yep. the wind will have it for like minus one, you know. <laughs> 20. <laughs> yeah, man. Then we got the then we got the blizzard, the blizzard of 96 on the way back this, this weekend, Friday and Saturday. So it's supposed to like snow for like 12, 14 hours or so. I mean, so man. who knows, man? Who knows? I hope it just lasts till Monday, so I ain't got to I ain't got to go into the, to the workplace, babe. That's <laughs> all I care about. So, with that said, that 
And I mean, that's our show, Black Sports 980. Uh, at Black Sports 980, follow us, uh, t- tweet us, uh, share us, all that stuff. Uh, we out. Shut up. We've talked about Let me speak.